0: Welcome to this week's episode of Esports Rap. I'm your host, Michael Ammergan, and with us this week, we have our guest, Nally. Welcome to this week's episode of Esports Rap. I'm your host, Michael Ammergan, and with us this week, we have our guest, Nally. No, I left. uh, running on Twitch. (laughs) But yes, okay, starting over. Welcome to this week's episode of Esports Rap. I'm your host, Michael Ammergan. And with us this week, we have our guest, Nelly. What's so. uh, This week, we're going to be talking about, well, Hearthstone's newest expansion, Kobolds and Catacombs. One very addicting, very addicting game. Well, expansion, I should say. If only for one reason, the dungeon runs. Have you found that to be the same kind of... Hell experience? yeah.
1: <laughs> Dude, I've done more dungeon run. I have a... I'm right now at a hundred and...
0: You lost, didn't you?
1: Dude, he just dropped Deathwing. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> For those who didn't know, like right before the show, Nali just um, wanted to try to finish up the eighth boss in a dungeon run, who's the final boss. Who's um, typically one of the harder ones. Um, and, um, from the look on his face, it killed off what he needed.
1: i down to one health.
0: <laughs> oh! I'm
1: legit down to one health. <laughs> I
0: mean, um,
1: dude, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> I mean, I...
0: Give up? <laughs> at this point?
1: I don't know. I still got... Uh, stupid gambit. Um, I... I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know what Okay, cheat. Okay, play that
0: cheat. Okay. So while he's doing that, let me explain the idea and the concept (laughs) behind kobolds and catacombs. So for the past few expansions, Hearthstone has been going very much pulling its inspiration from World of Warcraft. And one of the creatures in World of Warcraft is called the kobold, which is a creature that a lot is spans a lot of different uh, types of games. Um, but also games that include tabletop and like the, the normal dungeon master type games Typically ones you play in the real world well in Almost all of them Kobolds typically live in caverns and catacombs and caves and stuff like that, but with World of Warcraft, they have one special little feature where they are intrigued by candles Do not steal their candle. They will come after you. They will wreck you. Probably as bad as you just got wrecked.
1: I just lost. (laughs) Dude. Oh, man. He topped that. Dude. He discarded this whole... He played the 3-6 Warlock piece that every time it takes damage, discard your hand. I discarded everything out of his hand. Then I played the three cards, silence and destroy all the minions. He had nothing and he top decks Deathwing. I had a board full of six, seven, and eight G's and he top decks Deathwing.
0: How <laughs> This is uh, for those That's who don't know what top scale. deck means. Uh, it means he pulls, he takes a card and the okay. card that Came out was a card that destroys every other minion that's on the field, and it's also a very, very powerful card to hit the opponent in the face with. Which I'm guessing is exactly what happened here.
1: I had no answer. I couldn't do nothing, dude. He top decks, Deathwing. I, I, he had nothing. <sighs> Scam. I can never win with Rogue. I'm never gonna win with Rogue. Never. <laughs> oh, well
0: so yes the the basis behind the game is it to take you back into that tabletop type of setting where you are enjoying going into and gathering loot and building yourself up and really enjoying yourself at the in a a turn by turn and almost like rolling the dice kind of feel to the game which sometimes it kind of does feel like that like the rng or the random number generator that just happens in this game is insane much like what just happened to nally with him getting the one thing that would have pretty much beat him
1: off the top off the top i don't even know they ran deathwing like Saul does not run deathwing man.
0: i have no idea
1: like ben brood is just sitting there messing with everybody
0: <laughs> but a lot of the cards of this expansion, they've actually been pretty interesting cards. Like some of the weapons, um, we have Legendary Weapons now. I think one of the more popular ones now is King's Bane.
1: Oh yeah, King's Bane is legit. That's, that's, that's life right there.
0: Well, it quite literally can be, especially if you buff it up twice with... Um, poison.
1: That... Uh, the, the thing in poison gives it 3 attack, then Legion yeah. Poison. And on top of that, that's three to six, plus the life two steal. attack pirate. No, then the two attack pirate. So you're at a seven, so eight, eight health, so you could literally kill minions and for free.
0: Yeah, and all you need to do is like apply a, a lifesteal to it. You can attack, get the exact same amount of health that you would have attacked with, and when the weapon is broken, because you can only use it for a certain amount of time, it then goes back into your deck, which you can then maybe get it again, and it has all of the buffs, still on it, which you don't. It just doesn't happen.
1: It, that's any a other weapon. weapon, and that's I'm, I'm glad that's a rogue weapon. Like no one else deserves to have that.
0: <laughs> deserves? <laughs> this. No. Only why, rogue why, deserves do, that. why does why does no other class deserve that?
1: This rogue is life.
0: <laughs> I'm sensing a bias here.
1: Not really. No. I like I like I'm I'm a yeah, I'm a hardcore rogue player, but... I can play... What else? What don't I play? Shaman. Ch- Shaman's born. All I ever was involved, but that's it.
0: But... For a long time, we've had... Uh, I think the last one was... Knights, Knights of the of Fro- Frozen Throne. Yeah. Which is a direct correlation to... Uh, Lich wow. Kings. yeah. That's so the well, the the um, Frozen Throne expansion. What was it? Wrath of the Lich King. That's what it's yeah. called on World of Warcraft. Um. And so we've we've had this meta in a while for a while now, and then here comes these new cards to kind of change things up a little bit. And so from the night it happened, we started to see changes in the what people were really playing, what kind of things people were playing um the very first night we saw something that we haven't seen before really which was secret hunter
1: hmm. oh you mean from the first from uh Cobalt's drop
0: yes from the first You're right uh, You're drop.
1: right secret hunter used to be a thing it's it's back now it's back in full swing like it's back and stronger than ever like, now, which is crazy
0: i mean if i pull it up, let me see if i could pull this up really quick so if we take a look at hsreplay.net, which is a website that actually takes a look at um, information from, well, the past, however long, and uses that as a, a sort of filter feed to tell you exactly what's happening with the, how people are playing, we can actually see that Palin is the strongest with the win rate win rate being, you know, how many times it's won versus um, how many times it's lost against uh, other players. And typically you find more things. And I, I know with within the first three days there were definitely more things in tier one than there are now.
1: Hmm, pretty much.
0: A lot of those that were in tier one before are now in tier two. Um, to show just pretty much that, you know, it's, 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 I don't know what's happening with Paladin.
1: Well, pa- the Murloc Synergy Paladin has always been good. It's never got every expansion, it's always the uh, strong Murloc Synergy. But the aggro Paladin uh, last expansion made some headway. But now the recruit, the four mana recruit card is just, you just it's just, you can't beat it. That,
0: it's that just is too awesome.
1: much. Turn, like, you know, turn one. You can play the Murloc that buffs turn two, you play the buff Murloc. The one that was buffed, which is the one mana two two. The two or one two. Yeah. Every time you play Murloc, you can recruit if you on turn three with coin, you can recruit into three more Murlocks that then buff that for an attack. Not even just one. And if one of them is Murloc Wally though, then you just deal too much damage that could be stopped. And then there's not enough there's not enough early AoE outside of what? lightning strike uh, the three the and the thing is the four mana dragon from Priest yep. Rogue has no AOE for that other than Vanish which is turn six the Warrior has nothing other than the turn five Bro like you just can't stop it
0: it's interesting
1: and the only, huh? the only thing that can stop it is Paladin Consecrate is be- basically the best thing to slow that down early game.
0: Let's see, you're talking about Murloc, oh, wait, which one are you talking about, Murloc or Aggro? Both. Let's actually take a look at that really quick. So if we take a look at Aggro, mm-hmm. and take a look at the matchups really quick, apparently
1: Two. It's got some sick, look at, look at that, look at that green cheese, man.
0: I think the only things that really has problems with is agro druid. druid. Yeah. Um,
1: and token shaman, which has the devolve. Token shaman has the devolve. Warlock have the wall, uh, aggro warlock now has those taunts. Those two, two mana, two, four taunts. So yeah. those are problematic. And then temper Rogue, which I guess would run some. They have a lot. They they have a lot more uh, single single removal, single target removal. I'm and, then, because... and,
0: then,
1: and then Quest Warrior, which is just taunt, taunt, taunt. So.
0: well, oh, yeah. Well, Quest Warrior. I don't even see that on this this, here for the. If you look
1: opera. down. You in matchups. Look down to the bottom. You should see it.
0: No, I only see Pirate, Recruit, and Shield. Or aggro. Oh. And then if I go to...
1: Ah, that's why I'm a legend. I'm I'm in legend to 10.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Okay. Why is this... What the hell?
1: Do you have a specific class selected or something? No. No. Hello?
0: do you have a particular time frame set or something
1: nope I just have matchup I I saw so what I did was if you go to the tier list select agro paladin
0: oh that and then that's what just you're look looking at,
1: at yeah you look at the main no, stats. I, it, okay I was looking
0: at I was looking at the actual individual decks
1: Mm, yeah. So if you click on it, if you click on uh, Agro Paladin and then go into the matchups for Agro Paladin, then you'd see what it map, what the what it stacks up against.
0: Agri-Paladin, Agri-Paladin.
1: So go back to tier list, and then click on the Agro Paladin in the layout, and then you'd see overview and then matchups. When you click on the matchups, it'll show you. What it all stacks up against.
0: Ah, uh, gotcha. So
1: you get the full layout of exactly what the matchups are like, and then what's best attack for what. Gotcha. Yeah. So if you see the like quest warriors down there, but do this this green though. That's that's some crazy. That's a lot green. of green. That's a lot of lettuce. <laughs> like,
0: wow. But I mean, we we are honestly seeing a number of different. Things come back. Not just yes. not just the beautiful
1: looking decks to be honest.
0: Yes, not just Secret Hunter, not just Agro Pally. Um, uh well Murloc Pally hasn't like you said hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah. It's gotten better over time. But we've got Highlander Priest making a comeback into Tier Two.
1: Yeah, which is which is, you know, being tier one at one point, unbeatable, uncontestable. Yeah. uh, but like this is I think this is what Blizzard was pushing for to see a strong diversity in in the meta not just because you now have four different uh, decks for shaman when before it was only just token shaman it was only it was only bloodlust and evolve that's it you hope if you get lucky you win if you didn't then maybe next time One, two, three, four, five, six, seven different decks for a priest instead of just different variations on Highlander. Like that's pretty good. Temple Rogue, Miracle Rogue, Knight's Bane Rogue, Jade Rogue. Jade Rogue is coming back and I'm playing Jade Rogue and it is a beast. Like you saw the screenshot that I sent, right? Mm. I took a picture in the group and I sent it and then I had, uh, against a Highlander, uh, Quest Priest.
0: Check my... Oh, wait, I mean the one with the, the druids? I mean, not the druids. The, the no.
1: jades, the jades. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, I
0: saw that. And,
1: all my, and I was like, bruh. All that, he, he slipped up once and allowed my um, one of my jades warmers to stay. I shadow stepped it. I, uh, the five mana four four that gives you a one-one copy. I played that. I held on to that. Then I dropped um, Sonya. Charge into that. Dropped those two under the field. Let those two sit. He did not kill off Sonya. He had to kill off the big jades that I had. So when the next turn passed, two more jades, and it was just snowballed from there, and there's nothing he could do. I trade um, the 5-4-4, four, four, got a 1-1 one, one copy of that, so I made a 1-1 one, one copy of Sonya. So I traded all those in, refilled my board. It was just, he couldn't do nothing. It was just it was just too sweet. Control matchups, that's probably one of the stronger decks for me. But aggro matchups, Pally all the way.
0: What I'm finding interesting is that there are quite literally new metas being made as well, though. Like, if we take a look at the same matchups thing, there's, for Druid, there's one called Recruit Druid.
1: Yeah. Which is very interesting. Like, like, it's pretty cool.
0: We've, we also have one called Spell Hunter. So not only has Secret Hunter come back, we now have one that's Spell Hunter. And of course, Recruit Hunter mid range hunter has always done fairly well for itself.
1: Yeah, but now because of the, the medallion that gives you and if you play a secret, upgrade it. Yeah. So five mana for four for four three three beasts. It's hard that's hard to deal with. Yeah. That's really hard to deal with. Especially if you have a minion buff on the field or heaven help if you, you know, turn ten. Thund- uh, thundering rhino into that—that's three, six, nine, twelve bursts off the top, plus Thund- thundering rhino. So it's it's refreshing, like to go, I, it feels good to go on ladder and not know what to expect. Like you now have to think to play. You literally have to think to play, because if you're like, oh, ah, it's just Highlander. I could just, you know, I could mulligan for these. Now you have to mulligan for okay. What should I keep? Because this could be Dragon Priest. This could be Highlander Priest. This could be Quest Priest. This could be uh, Aggro Priest. Uh, this could be OTK Priest. Do I just throw those aside and decide, okay, I'm going to play my, my I'm playing my deck first before he gets to play his and try and use what I have in hand to counter it. Like, it's, re- it's really requiring you to think now, which is enjoyable. So that means no more Dumpster Legend for... <laughs>
0: dumpster
1: diaper. The <laughs> so most real players could get back into could, could make it to Legend this time. Instead of this like dude I tell you rank 5 and I'm playing someone that's making rank rank 20 mistakes. Like I was you don't even know how to play this deck and you beat me just because Highlander was OP at the time. There's no I was like, I was bugged. I was pissed. Tilted to the 5th degree.
0: What I'm finding interesting is that there's always been Dragon Priest. There's always been Highlander Priest. Now there's Dragon Highlander Priest. Yeah. And that that is the one that's inside tier two, which is kinda like okay, this is an interesting combination here.
1: Which is because the it, it 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 because it allows you to set up your minions and Dragonfire the entire board without losing minions. That's the only significance to Dragon Priest. Dragon yeah. Highland, Highlander Priest. Because you have that, and then, you know, the five mana, five, six knight operative, it's very difficult yeah. to, deal, to deal with. Very so deep. dropping that on the field, and then the following turn, dragon fire. What do you do?
0: You can't. You just,
1: you, exactly. You really can't deal with that. And then scale bane is another difficult one. I mean, you can't remove it. So, mm-hmm. so if you turn four into the four, three, three, that does AOE and you manage to clear off a few minions then you drop operative basically that's your swing turn it's really nothing you could do
0: and of course as per usual if you try to build your deck to fight everything you're pretty much going to lose to everything
1: yep so you, that's why i say you now have to say okay do i not worry about what my opponent's going to play and play my deck before he can get out what he needs to get out and hopefully beat him because i'm like uh, the fact that a lot of there are a lot more control decks than are aggro decks feels good. You know, the second you see a flaming a golden warrior, you know, that's pirate warrior and you really don't want to deal with that. So you just concede, you know, you see the turn one is off and into patches. like, okay, whatever. It's, it's just, just, just concede.
0: But now it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be playing against that type.
1: Exactly. Which feels good. It's like, so you never know what turn one, turn one's going to be. Some people just wait, just to hold back what they're going to play to see what you're going to play. Like I went into a matchup with um, a hunter while I was playing my mill rogue and he just decided to wait. And he didn't do anything till turn four. And I was like, okay, time to go to town. I played a uh, scale, uh, Cobalt, the Coal Light Oracle, Shadow Step Coal Light Oracle, uh, Prep the secret that turns back for one and he decided to kill it he pulled the eagle horn bow killed it got that back played that into um the return to the two two mana return for rogue and he just i just went to town i didn't have to attack him once and i just went to town the turn five played the one that shuffles four uh three spiders into your deck it's so yeah. one drawn. Played that. I bounced that about four times, and he just couldn't do nothing. I didn't. Atta- I did not attack once, and I just left the minions there because he had a he had a whole Christmas tree setup, and I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing, and I know he was upset, and I just milled him up. <laughs> so that was. F- so it's definitely made the game a lot less triggering, a lot more enjoyable, like the amulets for every class plus the weapons.
0: The weapons are interesting, like, some of the the options that you get for those. Like, they could... There's one in particular, the, um... I think it's the warrior one, where you can get armor, and then something random. Like, either you can do damage, or you can get armor, or... This name? It's the shield.
1: Oh, the, yeah, the random shield? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know there's, um, there's been a few people that... Uh, have gotten it where it pretty much gives them. I think it is 15 in armor Because wow. it's it's got the Or I think either 15 or 13 armor because it already has the, um, the armor and then it says okay We're gonna give you 10 more armor or something like that
1: Looking at it right now uh, warrior Oh, no, so the warrior weapon is the one that recruits. And then you're talking about the ruined shield, yeah. Yeah,
0: the ruined shield one. Yeah, not, I wasn't talking the fu- about the legendary. The-
1: yeah, so the gain 5 armor, then gain 10 more armor. Yes. For 6 mana, which is not bad. Like, no. the other... So, deal 5 damage is good. I'm not too sure about the 5-2 weapon. That's basically... That's, for 6 mana, you gain 5 armor, and a 5-2 weapon is not really that good. But gaining 5 armor and a 5-5 five, five minion for 6 mana is pretty good. Dealing 5 damage and gaining 5 armor is pretty good. 6 mana, gaining 15 armor is never bad. That
0: That <laughs> like is half ever. your health. It that is me. half your health. You can use that that's when you aut- really that,
1: That's automatic outside of lethal. That yeah. takes you way outside of lethal if you have at least 10 health. You can't beat that. Tower shield, yeah. I think
0: yeah. the only the- thing that well like it doesn't even make sense is if you've got a full board of like your opponent's got like tens and tens
1: yeah so imagine that with taunt warrior and then he just for six mana gain 15 armors like get, bought, you just bought him right <laughs> you don't even you don't even consider it. you just straight up bought him right
0: that's the thing though, that's not a legendary is it
1: no it's it's a common
0: right so you could put that in your your deck twice and imagine if you got that twice Ugh. that exact same setup. No, I lied.
1: Is it? It's. Yes, it's a common card.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's. Oh, it sucks.
0: You could end up with six. Like, if by any chance they weren't able to really attack you until turn six, you could have by turn seven 60 health.
1: Restore, yeah, you could restore
0: health. No, you, you, could, just, you, know? you could have 60 health if they haven't attacked you. You're right. <laughs> so it's, it's cards like that that really have changed the game in a number of different ways. Kingsbane, which is another weapon, quite literally has decks built just around that weapon.
1: Yeah. And I, I love it. I love like I say, Kingsbane is just uh it's just so rogue sweet. <laughs> to be honest. Like it's just too good. It's really good. Like it's probably it's it is in my opinion the best of all the weapons. Because it's one mana and you can reshuffle it. Like they they've done some every like you know I've watched some experiments where you could uh, you know there's a common card that once you it returns a, a destroyed weapon to your hand. Yeah. So essentially you could have multiple Kingsman in your hand.
0: The and only you can issue. Buff multiple Kingsman. The only issue I have with that is that if you get a copy because it essentially makes a copy of the weapon. Mm-hmm. So buff copy. Yeah. Yeah. So you have one buff copy that you could have probably have, and then you've got this unbuff copy. So you may have used all your buffs on one, so you kind of have to be careful with how you buff if you're going to have that card inside your hand.
1: Agreed. But let's just say you decide to go for a a two-card buff. You know, you could run two copies of certain things just to have a double backup in case for whatever reason. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of ineffective, but it basically only works for a pirate, I think. Yeah. or if mm-hmm. you decide to go crazy with shaman, or no, oh. that actually does go best with only warrior because you recruit, you recruit, return a eight mana three three weapon back to your hand after it's been destroyed to recruit yep. more. Is that a part of? I feel like I need to check this out, dude. I've been I've been theory some decks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it's sick because
0: like, uh, I mean. You definitely can't use it. I think it's, I forget if it's Shaman or Druid that, um, you attack three times with it and then it fills you up with 10 mana crystals.
1: That's Druid. Yeah. Okay. Like, timing it is crucial. Once you can time that correctly, like I've seen, um, Kuhn into, Kuhn into refreshing mana into two big minions, destroying the weapon, into 10-1 mile and I'm like, dude, this is three turns. This is a three-turn turn. Yep. Like, that's retarded. Like, I mean, it's awesome, but it's retarded. But then, you know, you lose so much tempo just to play those cards, which, which you know, it's still, it's still balanced. It's not broken. You know, it's not ultimate infestation into double innovate for two mana broken, but it's still pretty good.
0: So Now, how, what has been your experience with dungeon run?
1: Besides these broken bosses, (laughs) I can never seem to beat dude. So the the two worst bosses so far are the King, King, the Candle King, King Cobol and. Zol, they're unbeatable.
0: Really? No, because I've beaten Zol. I have problems with um the darkness, like that's just my main. I, I right
1: chalk to. the darkness, because he can only summon one five-five per
0: turn. But that's not the only minion that he could put down. I know,
1: turn, but that's the only problem. That's the only problem. They're, they're the only problems, because they can just regenerate, regenerate, regenerate. The other minions you could deal with, and you could just hold your candle, just clear board when you need to. You can basically fatigue him, or you can mill him, or you could just you know. Wait him out until you have what you need to set him up, which is fine. You don't have that option with anybody else. Like, honestly, he's, he's easier for me. I have beat him one shot with, um, Druid wasn't even a wasn't even competition. It was too easy.
0: Actually, I fatigued a boss before that wasn't him. I think, he
1: uh, was. what's his name? Uh, the, the devour, I think the, he mentioned
0: it was, the devour, he, yeah. um, See adventure. Last to the place, Where is this guy? Um. So, Azari, no, Azari the Devourer, I beat, that's not what I'm talking about. Um, it was the dragon one. Not an affair. That's a different adventure. begins with a V.
1: Mm. Have you ever ran from?
0: Have I ever ran what?
1: But, uh, ended up in the trap room.
0: Actually, no, I haven't.
1: That's, that's so, trust me, that's so broken. Like, that's so broken because you can't do anything. Imagine playing a class that uses everyone's secrets. It could be anything, bro. You could. It could literally be anything. You may not be able to play a minion. You may not be able to... Dude, I lost by turn two hero powering, got sniped, got hit for using my hero power, uh, played a one cost minion. It triggered twice. It triggered the sheep spell and it triggered the... What was it? The sheep spell and... I think it was a hunter card when a minion is played and do something.
0: Uh three three snakes?
1: No, I, was, I just kept triggering. And by turn four, he had a field full of three three buzzsaws, and I was like, Why? Why this fucking him?" It's like, ah, oh, for my life.
0: Well, I found out who it was. It was vostras the Ancient. Hmm. Okay. So that was with... Warrior, I think it is? Let me see. Yeah, this was Warrior. I um, fatigued it with.
1: Yeah. The best, the best card in Dungeon Run is the Wax Rager. That is the... Yes. He's the best. He's the best. Like, that is a godsend right there. Like, uh, I did one run before and, you know, the one mana... Choose a minion, all minions, and you have to come that. Yep. And that's all I had. That's all I needed. Couldn't do nothing until uh, they got the silence, all minions, and destroy them. And I was like, this fucking game.
0: <laughs> Imagine you have um, double death rattle, now.
1: Doesn't matter. Once they're silenced, they silence them and I then know, destroy them.
0: But you don't even need that other card. Quite literally, that's true. They keep true. if they just keep destroying it, just it will destroying keep it coming back. Two
1: more, yeah. I always end up with two more.
0: That's quite literally <sighs> what I did with one of when I got that one. Um, I did that, and that happened with one of my matches. So I just had a board Lucky. full of those. Lucky.
1: Some people get all the luck.
0: Uh, I haven't had much luck. <laughs> There's so, a little like of here and there.
1: I am a hundred and almost forty wins with Rogue, beating bosses, but I'm, I still can't, still can't beat the dungeon with Rogue.
0: I've no only what, beaten three, uh, three with, uh, with classes so far.
1: I've only beaten it with Druid on the first run, broken ass class. I
0: don't know what to tell you, man.
1: Like how, like how many, how many tries did you take with those classes?
0: Uh it's just, just be in dungeon
1: run. I've seen you,
0: you've been in dungeon run <laughs>
1: 3 a.m. Tutsumi's in the dungeon. The dungeon.
0: <laughs> uh, I've been in there quite a bit. I honestly can't tell you how many times. Uh, let me see. Adventure. Does it even show you? It doesn't. It really they should, doesn't.
1: They should, they should really have something for that. Oh,
0: they should. I... I would have to log in to actually be able to tell you. Let's see.
1: The thing is, like, you can't just... Can you hover over your class to see how much wind you have?
0: I think you can, either. There should be something about that. Um, let's see if we do it... Hmm, but this doesn't... Okay, so yeah. That's one run, two runs, three runs with Druid. Um... Two runs with Hunter. Haven't tried it with Mage. One, two, three runs with Paladin. One on the third one. Three runs with Priests. One, two, three, four, five six runs on rogue which actually beats all all with rogue
1: <laughs> lucky
0: uh shaman has been two runs warlock i just did my first i started my first run today with that and warrior it's one two three four five six runs. Well, uh, yeah, I've done my fair share. <laughs> hmm. Generally, I end up losing either turn six, seven, or eight. What about you?
1: Like I said, uh, I've done about four runs with priest, one run with shaman, one run with paladin, I think about five or six with warlock. I got really close every freaking time. Like, anyway, anyway every time, every time. Uh, and I haven't done uh, one 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 run completion with druid. I, think I did one with warrior, but mainly is mainly rogue. I, I gotta like I gotta finish rogue first. It's so only way I can focus on the other ones. Hmm, my life, this game. I don't know, it's toxic man, it's too toxic.
0: Well, I mean, you say toxic, but there you are still playing the game. You're right, you're right. <laughs> and it's, it's I'm not... 140 <laughs> with Rogue right now. How is it toxic if it's only you playing the game?
1: Because it's toxic because it's toxic to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, poison, it's poisoning me.
0: Because you keep losing.
1: No, because I, guess I can't beat the boss.
0: <laughs> because you keep losing. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Which is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, I'll say, okay, I me, mean, take this, take that. Awesome board, ready to go. Can't stop clearing his board, discard his hand, and he top decks. Fucking death wing.
0: Okay, so here's a question What makes you keep coming back to Dungeon Run?
1: Because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's like addictively fun. Like, it's like really addictively fun. <laughs>
0: uh, for me, I think it's that. I enjoy facing off these different kinds of characters, sometimes beating ones that I haven't met before. Like, yeah. I still have yet to even um, go into the trap room. I hope I never do. Um, but playing against characters like AFK and um, the Bard.
1: Well, AFK
0: technically
1: only does nothing till turn seven. Yeah. If you don't beat it by turn seven, you're done, <laughs> basically. The first time uh, I
0: met AFK, I beat her turn 8. And that was after she had already started whipping my butt. Yeah. And the last time I beat her, it was turn 6.
1: Yeah. Like, the first time I faced AFK, she was dead turn 5. I was like, okay, cool. I just uh, dropped my buff minions and boom, 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 boom. And that was it. I didn't even know she did anything until someone said that, oh, AFK beat me. I was like, dude, how you lose to AFK? She's AFK. She doesn't do anything at all. How?
0: But I th- and then some of these interactions, like when AFK comes, like starts, She's like, "Oh, we're playing," and I'm like, mm-hmm. it, "It's it, like at the time, I'm like, like, yeah, you idiot, we're playing.'" And but then I like, I sit back and I think, and I'm like, "That is exactly what someone who came back to their like their game and noticed yes. it, it started yes. would that's say."
1: That makes it awesome. Like they took all that in consideration. That's probably what makes Hearthstone so addictive. It's the fact that they understand how players play and when they incorporate certain things, they incorporate it properly. They don't just throw it in. Like, you know, you have a lot of game developers that just throw stuff in to make people happy. No, they like they definitely take their time. Like they really and truly take their time to make this game truly enjoyable. And I think they realize that, you know, we come up with a new like after um, Knights of the Frozen Throne, and everybody just completed it, got their Arthas, Arthas, and that was it. No one actually went back to it. But dungeon, you just keep going back. Because, like, I've I've played probably one person so far on Lada that has the candle card back, and I'm like, oh, (laughs) now I have to go back and get it. Because it looks so sweet, though. And the only way you get it is from...
0: From playing all classes
1: exactly you can't can't like it's like Arthas, you can't just not get it you have to earn it you don't you know there's no money you could chuck at it to win it to be honest
0: which is nice
1: yeah and that's when and it makes it better for free-to-play players as well there is no money you could throw at dungeon run to beat it yep whatsoever that's a
0: good thing and it's not like you can even buy packs because you can't exactly. really build up I'm not actually to realize it. I We didn't actually say how Dungeon Run works. Sure. So you start off with a very few selected, so pre selected cards that build up your deck. Like those are the beginning of your deck. You play against a Sewer Rat, a Wellpling, or Pink of the Burglar. One of those three to start off your game. And you have to beat them to then get your first treasure item. That treasure item can be is randomly you you can pick one out of, out of three and each of those three are randomly selected from like a listing of almost I think 20 different ones or it feels yeah. like that at least
1: dude it's, pl- it's a lot it's a lot of it's a lot there's a lot and you actually don't even face them some of the time
0: yeah and then when you pick your treasure then you like try to pick the three sets of cards you get three options and each option has three cards in it that you can pick, and each one of them are kind of themed. So you can try to build a particular kind of deck. Like, there are people that will quite literally make a Kathun deck and get like five. and so You can get multiple of the same card, even if it goes over the limit. Like, there's someone who I saw who quite literally had like five Kathun in his deck.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had about four Kathuns and nothing but Kathun buffs. So Battle Crash triggered twice, and once that was it. I was at. I think that's actually how I won with with um. Nah, that's how I almost won with rogue.
0: Never mind. <laughs> but yeah, so then you face off against like eight bosses in total after that uh that initial one, and then you. Each one ranges in difficulty. Some of the random ones that you can find do become a. If you face them earlier on, they're a lot easier than if you would have face them later on. Because then their buffs change. They're... Sometimes it just... Like, there's one, for example. He will throw out a stick of dynamite uh, to two random minions if you meet him earlier on. And it only does one damage. If you meet him later on, it does two damage. And I think it, yeah. it throws it to three um, yeah. instead. And, yes, you are targetable as well. So... Yeah, it's, you have to be really careful with how you play your, your minions when you start that because you can put that down and then next turn they're dead.
1: Pretty much. Damn it. Did I just melt myself?
0: <laughs> no. As- he continues to try and beat this boss again.
1: <sighs> no, dude, like, <laughs> so I think so. I, I of all the minions that I played, the worst, the absolute worst to go up against is the pirate that that has the path of charge
0: uh like who Once beard? he
1: plays the minion that has charge yeah no 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 yeah the candle beard dude once you if you meet him at pa- just just quit it's almost impossible to beat him because anything he plays he can remove a minion unless you have significant minion buff like it's almost impossible to beat him like legit
0: huh, which is crazy. At which point
1: uh when you if you meet him uh after four wins like if he's uh, boss five, uh, 6 or 7 mm. It's just almost ins- impossible to stop him Like you need to have Your minion, your opponent's minions cost more Your minions have buff If you don't have those You're not going to beat him Because dude Once he drops the Magma Rager And then <sighs> It's just snowball after that It's like legit difficult to just stop him
0: But yeah, that's, and then you meet up with those kind of bosses. And then, of course, there's the eighth boss, which is the hardest boss, and sometimes almost feels broken boss.
1: It is broken boss. Like, they Ben Broda said it's broken boss. <laughs> you're like, dude, you're not, dude, fighting him is not easy. Like, you're not just going to beat him. You, no. Like, if you think you're going to win, you're, you're probably not. And I was like, why, why, are, you, why are you just killing D9 spirit spread it on, on, on the other
0: and i mean yeah you can sometimes beat a boss and then go right back and if you somehow get the same boss you could end up whooping your butt
1: hmm.
0: just luck of the draw that's quite literally sometimes what happens um i know there was one time when i almost had a boss as well and it it pulled one thing which cleared off Deathwing? me no it wasn't Deathwing. <laughs> It was, I think it was Meteor. Played me- something that cleared off my board but that wasn't Deathwing. Then played like two other minions and it just started wrecking my face.
1: Don't forget the five mana it's mage card that draw a card from your deck and deal damage to all minions on the board. That'll definitely do it to you.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm wondering like what that was now. Um, I know the darkness has just been wrecking me, period. Hmm, Katie. No. <laughs> but, um, I mean, honestly, if you, if you play Hearthstone and you're watching or you're listening, give Dungeon Run a try if you haven't already. And if you have yeah. tried it and you've lost and you kind of got pissed can. off, Let's do it again. Try it yeah. again. It's fun. And interesting, it's almost like a little bit of a tutorial into how to play. I was just going to get well. into
1: that as well. Like, it's
0: actually
1: and... a pretty... for a lot of players. Like, especially, you know, those who aren't familiar with the game. It's a great starting point. It's, it's a really good starting point to, to learn how to play the game. Yep. Like, if you, if you as a new player can't beat the the dirty the big the big rat, then you know you don't know how to play the <laughs> game, and you will learn how to play to beat the big rat. You learn the fundamentals with all those basic one one is actually better than the innkeeper to be honest. The innkeeper will give you instructions, but that's real world play. Yeah. Like that's how you play someone who's also learning, but knows the fundamentals.
0: So I mean, if you can get up to the eighth boss, or at least the sixth or seventh or eighth boss, I should say. Then you know that you've at least got the foundations of playing Hearts Down now fairly well. Either that or you were just insanely lucky.
1: Hmm. Lucky as we.
0: But. I think that covers it for this week's episode of Esports, right? Is there anything else about Kobolds and Catacomb that we haven't touched on? Um.
1: Other. No. Than- I think we pretty much summed up exactly what you know. The meta, the meta is just beautiful now. It's just one to be enjoyed. To be honest, like you can't even be mad at it. No, not uh, really. <laughs> like, and that's where it needs to be. Like, it's exactly where it needs to be. No more, no less. Anything more would just be a bunch of broken decks and broken games. To be honest,
0: and the meta is gonna be shifting. Is like, cause it's only been like a week or so.
1: Dude, the meta is still, the meta is still unstable. It's in yeah. it's, it, it's a beautiful, it's beautiful. I love it. I love it. I can't complain. Can never complain. It's too good.
0: But we, we still have people quite literally like making decks and theory crafting, so we might find even like other more insane decks, just like that Exodia Shaman deck that I showed you guys inside yes, the chat. Which
1: was, which was amazing. I, I, I saw, um, what's the name? Uh, kinky art stone play it and he just let the the socks just started kicking in bam, 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 bam.
0: that
1: was it I was like look at him go wow but um what was I was going to say dude I've theory crafted uh mill a dark a mill darkness deck and I think I went like six and nine or something like that it was pretty it was pretty good like you didn't you didn't play darkness until the late game and you play darkness once you summon him you shadow casted the darkness you played him again you play the Merla. so you legit just had a board full of darkness with because once you play darkness he does he, he automatically goes dormant so when he becomes active he becomes a 20 20 so he doesn't stay at one one yep which was awesome
0: one and thing about i still dark- had
1: some, some eight to ten cards in my tech
0: one thing that i find interesting about darkness though as he's dormant, you can't kill him. So that's, you that's beautiful. You can't like...
1: silence him. Yeah, you can't silence or nothing. A, it becomes a portal, basically. Yeah. Which is... Which is good.
0: So even that's, if someone, that's
1: part of one of the things that make it, make it enjoyable.
0: Even if someone throws down Deathwing, it's still right there.
1: Yeah, and what's so funny, your opponent then has to be careful what they draw. So let's just say there are two candles already lit. If they draw into a turn where like they say they play a minion that draws at the end of their turn like shaman you now draw the candle then you draw another card your turn's over i now have an activated four mana 2020 that you can't do anything about you can't evolve it because your turn's already over you know so you actually you actually make them consider playing a card again or playing that particular card to avoid drawing because They...
0: Oh, you, you kind of okay, off there. So just say that oh, last button.
1: Sorry. No, so, uh, it makes your opinion, your, your opponent think now that, okay, if I play this and if I play this uh totem at the end of my turn and I draw, uh, I draw a card, I could put, I could potentially draw a candle and that that candle activates darkness into his turn. I lose. Yep. So now do I draw? to hopefully get the piece that I need? Or do I not draw to avoid, you know, stuffing out the final candle piece? Like, and that's, that's, that's so good. Like when you have to force your opponent to abandon their deck, abandon ye all hope, <laughs> just to avoid death. That's a good thing. That's, that that's a good way to play the game.
0: Yep. Well, yeah, I think that, that covers everything. if you were watching and you know you're just kind of lurking then i hope you enjoyed the show if you're listening via podcast well i hope you enjoyed it as well of course feel free to follow on youtube if you're watching it there well subscribe on youtube subscribe on twitch or follow on twitch and follow us on download our mp3s or whatever you want to do with the podcast Always for you to just tune in and listen. Don't forget esports rap will be back next week Tuesday at six thirty PM Eastern Standard Time and Tech Talk will be back with you this upcoming Thursday, six thirty PM Eastern Standard Time as well. For this episode of Esports Rap, I'm Michael Amargon. and I'd like to also thank my guest for coming on.
1: No problem. It's good to be here, Jim.
0: Jim okay (laughs) he's dead Jim dead
1: it's gold Jerry gold
0: (laughs) before we go to off-base take care everyone and enjoy a cookie
1: dude we clear